This message is an episode from Protos Camp. Protos Camp is an annual camp meeting organized by KMC, the Healthy Church, for church workers, leaders, and pastors. We hope this episode equips you with knowledge and power to make you effective and fruitful in the Lord's vineyard. Be blessed. So we want to humbly, with excitement, hand clap, shout, jumps. Let's receive our possibility to be a blessing unto us. Amen. May the Lord multiply your joy and cause you to see new dimensions and bring you to realms of unending testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand, begin to worship his name. Begin to worship his name. Now listen to me. It's a protocol in heaven for you to, for access. Okay? There are certain things that when you engage them quickly heaven visits you heaven visits you and there are things the way you do god sends angels okay into your camp but there are certain things when you do them sincerely god himself comes down and one of the things that god himself comes down for is worship that is why if you go into fastings there are three major things that in fastings must be predominant if you are fasting for 24 hours you must make sure that 20 hours of the time these three things are predominant worship word and prayer and in the realm of the prayer a lot of speaking in tongues speaking tongues a lot so you're going to you're going to worship the lord if it is one minute that you are worshiping make sure that you have sincerely switched do you understand what i'm trying to say sincerely switched for what god goes around searching for our true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth some of you is because you may know a song how to sing a song it is because you want you love the solidness of the atmosphere but you need a real presentation of your heart and abel said the Bible says, by faith, Abel offered a more honorable sacrifice unto him. Abel had not met God yet. But Abel, by faith, was able to touch the heart of God. And when he touched the heart of God, God responded. And the scripture said that God himself spoke and said, I have more respect for the sacrifice of Abel, Abel and his sacrifice, more than that of what? Cain. God didn't reject Cain's sacrifice. But the honor he had for Abel's sacrifice was born. And that was enough to strike envy in the heart of Cain. That means that we may all be Christians, but somebody will be a more blessed Christian. You may carry the Holy Spirit, but somebody may be a more blessed Christian more than you. Why? Because he engaged certain realities by faith. So when you come into an atmosphere like this, I don't want you to be conscious of yourself but please be conscious of the presence where you find yourself we are before the Elenion, the adonai 
you are before the Yahweh. You don't need a song to charge. You are not, you are not a powerful. It's just a quick swish in your consciousness that the man of God said, lift your right hand and begin to worship the Lord. Immediately, whatever is taking your attention, you must deny him access or you must deny it access. Swish and begin to take control. Lift your right hand once again. And at this point in time, I want you to begin to ascend by worship. Begin to ascend by worship unto him. Begin to ascend by worship unto him. Lift your voice and now begin to worship him. Church, let him hear your worship. Let expressions of your heart be communicated through your words. Lift your voice, lift your temple. I say you. 
we stand before you this morning you make us relevant it is your spirit that validates us Lord it is your counsel that makes us wise it is your anointing that empowers us Lord and this morning Lord as we stand before your presence let the clouds that empowers let the clouds that brings transfiguration and transformation let the clouds that come from your very presence be the atmosphere around us spirit of the living God and God your men and God your people Lord let a seed of godliness break forth in us let the fear of the Lord be something that we are submerged in let that be Lord our baptism this morning help us O God with the counsels of heaven and with wisdom that we may be able O Lord to ascend as you have instructed as you have ordained before the foundations of this world thank you Lord for grace and offerings upon my lips thank you Lord that them that have ears will hear your voice. I pray, Lord, that you will bless us with a gift of hearing, that we may hear, and that we will bless us to go with a impartation of faith, that we may come up with faith. For faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. I pray, Lord, that your hand will be mighty, even in our midst here. We have come under your presence. We have come before you, Lord, that you will empower us. You will help us. Lord, we know we are the called ones. We are the ecclesia. We are the invincible. Thank you for your hand and for the anointing in Jesus' profession. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. So, you want to take your seat? Why wouldn't we say thank you to Jesus? God has been so good unto us. God will never do anything until he has spoken. <laughs> God pursue his word. Before he could create, he said, let there be. He spoke. God is not threatened by what he sees because he is a solution himself. He is the answer to the world. So when the Lord gathers you in his presence and he decides to feed you with his word, then you are blessed. Because wherever he spoke, something new did what? Happened. And I know something new is about to happen to your life. The last time you saw 
the old you is gone it's gone you are not the same as you entered here the bible says that when they went through the divided river i mean the divided sea they were baptized they didn't know it was a baptism for israel when the race parted into two and they were going through the scripture said that it was a baptism there are many prophetic events that happen that we even don't have knowledge of jesus told the disciples he said i have many things to communicate to you but you don't have the capacity for two as long as time is a factor beloved time is a necessity to our calling because our calling is relevant on this earth and in this realm one of the atmosphere that governs us is time and until we understand this reality we will not make impact by the time we wake up to usually many men comes to consciousness of the relevant of time when they are about to pass out from this earth that is why they begin to realize they if they had known they should have done certain things but that must not be your story because the spirit of wisdom is right here to translate you and to transform you many of you have lived in the atmosphere and the realm of foolishness for far too long and you are not able to make impact you are not able to make impact but this morning that is why god is here that is why god is here ephesians chapter 5 the verse number 15 reading to probably 19 there about or something he says see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as what as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil wherefore be you not unwise but understanding what the calling of the lord is the will of god is god's call for you <laughs> or god's call for you is god's will for you god's call for you is god's will for you we have dealt with the general will of god we engage in the general calling of god but there are the specific callings of god and that is what makes us different so when john the baptist is crying in the wilderness anna will be in the temple praying because there are specific wills we have not all been called onto the same thing because god has a body and the body has a head and has a hand and has legs and has eyes some of us are the hands some of us are the legs so we have not all been called onto the same thing we've been called to build the body but we've been called to do many different things so he said and be not drunk with wine well wherein it says but be filled with the spirit and then it says speaking to yourselves in psalms and in hymns spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart to the lord hallelujah probably let's add 20 or 21 then he said giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of our lord jesus christ the 21 said that submitting yourself to another in the fear of god if there is any message that is so much on my heart and that has taken sleep from me 
through the night it is this message because anyone that is wise with time is a wise person in life anyone that is wise with time would gain stature in the spirit anyone that is wise with time will have placement in eternity will surely have placement in eternity the most perishable commodity in life is time unfortunately it does not respect any protocol it has its system it has how it works Ecclesiastes chapter 3 tells us something the verse number one reading until we are tired to everything to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens now listen to me seasons are suggestions that the time is almost up <laughs> when we hear of the rainy season we know it is what sowing time when the rainy season goes away another season comes that we know that it is harvest time so seasons are suggestions that time is up or time is just close by and the bible said that verse one back again to everything there is a season and a time then he didn't end there he said to every will calling purpose under the heaven beloved our callings are time bound that is one number two our callings are time regulated the truth is that not everything you do do you do in its right timing for scripture says he makes all things beautiful in its time meaning that everything has its time in life everything has its time in life and the beauty of a thing is connected to its timing so this morning i came to let you know that your time of birthing is not the same as your time of preparation and it is not the same as your time of actualization sincerely speaking it is not the same as your as your time of what celebration the time of your outing is not the same as your the time of your incubation so many people have made a shipwreck of their lives because they stepped out ahead of time when they were one day <laughs> i i was in the jss and i i was actually i entered into animal rearing and i was researching you know, I love research a lot. I was researching when I heard about Kwabnanda and I was told about the fact that he has a, a hatchery. So I decided to find out because after that that week, my my agrarian teacher had taught me about the hatching process of eggs and blah 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 blah. And when when he was teaching me, I had started pot, some small poultry farm in the house. So I was thinking about it. Okay, so how can I produce my own chicks? And then they make us aware that the the egg needs a 21 degree Celsius 
constant heat to make sure that the egg that was hatches so when i came home i went for my my mother's bedside drawer i went to buy a bulb a hundred watt bulb and i did connections and plugged it and lighted it and placed the bulb in the bedside drawer and created a certain temperature and i went for my eggs and came to put it in the bedside drawer i'm waiting for the egg to become to hatch and become a chick but you see i didn't research further to know that no i think we need 26 36 degrees Celsius for 21 days is that not it to reset to know that the the temperature must be for a duration i thought it was instant like when you do it no the check had to come out because this is a scientific thing so i always feel scientific laws are improvement upon natural laws it's a lie you can use scientific laws to manage natural law but you can't change it you can't change it i can utter scientific law but you can't you can utter natural law so i went to check the egg and i realized that it was still heavy you know when an egg is hatching it grows lighter eh? i'm a poultry farmer so i understand what i'm talking about it grows lighter so when i held it i realized that the weight which i put place in it, the same thing that is that I put it back and i shook it when you shake it to you are small the, uh, the the thing if you shake it and shake it, it begins to get cro- 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 i was careful i put it back and then i drew the light very close to the egg because i realized that there may be the need it needs more heat it has to hatch it has to hatch so i drew it 100 watt 100 watt bulb the onion bulb you remember that bulb? so i drew it close and i closed the door and then it were there Every two hours, I come and check. Every two hours, I come and check. I want to hear if the, the egg would do. Fiu, 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 fiu. Usually, when my my hand hatches egg, I go to break the egg. Me manin break. Me ami kona ko break it, break it now. Be national, national. Me ko break it, break it now. Be national, national. Eti minim break it dada. Eti me chain me break it. Me tia di na me tia fiu fiu. Me tia di na me fiu fiu fiu. But for me, I didn't want a light. Ah, there be any. There should be something that I'm kosher bukunum. I was like, what? It taught me a great lesson. So I said, I said, ah, but I thought I need a certain concern because already you know my mother too had told me that when you put egg, usually normally the, the uh, old women usually put Egg, their eggs in uh, Iowa and they'll put under their bed. Every time they'll go and some of them are hatch. Yes. So I realized, ah, then me and my own is a more scientific, more improved, more not knowing I gave them abnormal heat. I gave it an abnormal heat. Kushana Bing. I'm saying, I'm a One egg is one, one chicken. <laughs> so I edit it like that. What is the lesson I learned today? The lesson I learned today. The time. I didn't respect the protocols of the time for the hatching. So before I realized, I have produced something else. Something which I never expected. Which I have not made preparation for. If you fail to understand the workabilities of timing, as long as callings are concerned, beloved, I am telling you,
you'll be frustrated as an unbeliever and you think God has not called you. In fact, an unbeliever will be better. Because Jesus made a statement and said, he said that sons of this generation seems wiser than the sons of the kingdom. They seems wiser. Not they are wiser. They seems wiser. They seems wiser. Many pastors say that they are wiser. No. A, a worldly person cannot be wiser than me with the Holy Ghost in me. It's not true. The first wisest decision I took was to be born again. And I remain wiser than somebody who is not born again. No matter what. But Jesus said that they seems wiser. Why? Because they know how to engage the elements of their domain more than we. If it is about occultic operation, they know how to engage it. They know how to engage it. But we, with all the Holy Ghost we have, we fail to engage. If you are very, very sensitive, you know that something is around here right now. There's a blue mist building up. If you are very sensitive, you, 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 I don't know whether it's my eye is different, but I'm just seeing it. It's shifted to this direction. It's shifted to this direction. I want you to be sensitive. I don't want you understand what I'm trying to say my relevance is with the Holy Spirit when he's not around I me, mean, I'm nobody so if you if you are in my team and you are not sensitive I don't see you relevant to me I want to suck you from me <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say the thing you are playing is irritating me you are just rather quenching my oil you are just you better better do something come on come on quick 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 quick, 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 quick. When you are coming to meetings and you are playing any altar role, be prayerful. Be very prayerful. I was listening to a message with my wife. And at a point, the man of God lifted a song. And I told my wife, I said, you shouldn't have. Look at what will happen. The musicians came to quench the anointing. Meanwhile, the man of God had hit a certain peak. I told my wife, I said, these people didn't pray. He struggled. I said, this man shouldn't have call these people up to what they because sometimes no matter how broken our voices because we have come we have come from the fairness of prayer we are baked enough to be sweet in the mouth of the lord and they may be skillful but they are too corrupt and bringing them forward they will contaminate the atmosphere these things we do they are not conferences they are not just ordinary conferences no. He said, gather the people unto me and I'll visit them. Then he told them, say, Moses, let them prepare themselves. Three days preparation before the gathering. Why do we get up and we enter into meetings anyhow? When everybody was asleep, I was sitting here at the back, the whole night, at the back here. Pray. Because I don't take this for granted. Your soul, your destiny is in my hand right now. Whatever I say now, has power to change you and i go to stand before the lord to give account on what i presented and if i failed i will account for what i did and how i caused you to end in hell so i don't take moments like this for granted i don't take moments like this for granted so when i go into meeting no matter whatever is happening i make sure that my session 
must be filled with his presence. And I expect every altar servant to do that. Amen. Because you don't know what to, you don't know what, what you can do to switch the whole service in a different direction. Hallelujah. Alright, so so there's a switch now, but the Lord will give us grace. Amen. The missus, the miss is gone. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit will do it. Amen. So he said that to everything that there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So in heaven there is no time, but on earth there is time. So he said, under the heaven, there is a time for every purpose. And the word purpose also could stand for the word calling. The word purpose could also stand for the will of God. The will of God. Then he started outlining the verse number two. He said, a time to be born. That is the beginning of events. The beginning of event. On earth, nothing comes into existence Without, because the moment you enter this domain, you've entered into time realm. So when you enter, the clock takes on you that you entered this time. So time begins to check on you. Time begins to check on you. And you're living on this domain. You live in the atmosphere and in the realm of time. And beloved, I am telling you, time is pregnant. Time is pregnant. Hallelujah. The Bible says that for time and chance, happens to them what all so time is pregnant with chances time is pregnant with opportunities time is pregnant so whilst you think that there is nothing at stake in a particular time like this time it is pregnant it may be your moment of encounter he said time and chance happens to them all many people's life change not because they were born by certain bourgeoisies not because they were born by certain political figures but their life changed because they understood the workabilities of time and they took advantage of the chances that time has conceived and presented to them so two people will be in the same class by the time we realize their life are not the same in the next minute time and chances the bible said as for the sons of isaac they understood the time understanding of the time so the bible said that there was no battle they lost and they were the reason why the children of israel won their battles and the scripture said wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of the time wisdom and knowledge is what will keep you stable as long as time is a concern will keep you in place with time will help you to understand the times you find yourself the seasons you find yourself if you will forget yourself let seasons remind you if you will forget yourself let seasons remind you is there a time to be born and then what and a time to die and we did this frame of time time to be born and time to die we did this frame of time this is your time of exit entrance and your time of what exit within this frame of time he said there is also a time to plant now he begins to talk about the the we, 
within that frame of time the things that fill it up there's also a time to plant there's a seed time there's also a time to plant there's a preparation time there's also a time to plant there's a time to put seeds somewhere there's a time that people look at you and as though nothing is happening in your life as though you are nobody there's a time that with your books they have not seen your certificate nobody can call you a doctor nobody can call you a nurse nobody can call you whatever nobody can call you a pastor nobody can call you because it's your season of planting it's your season of planting and beloved when your time comes one thing about time that i learned in mathematics is that time is linear time is linear time is not circular time is not going to give and come it is linear there is no dancing anywhere you are not coming back it's going forward and one thing about time is that it doesn't stop it doesn't wait it keeps going it keeps going it keeps going whether you are ready or not it keeps going if you want to understand what time is then look at don't look at how a car goes look at how when a car is going the tree comes back when you close your eyes or when you look outside you will not know you are moving but you will think the trees are moving and whether you like it or not the trees are moving no matter how you are standing <laughs> to you in the, the car is going but it looks as though you are standing you are standing it is standing and the trees are rather but by the time you realize yes what do Rich, the time of death, you are existing, and you did nothing. Say, Lord, have mercy on us. Why would you live this life and walk through this life and exit this life without being relevant? Why? So he said, there is a time to do what to plant, and a time to do what to block up please can you take up that thing on the screen quickly let's look let's look have my, have my bible and it spoke about time to heal if there's a time to heal then there's a time that you got wounded Quickly, please, quickly. If you have opened the Bible, just begin to read it for me or something. Mandibush. Karush, Karush. You are Marie on your throne. Karush, Karush. He said, There's a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sue. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time to war and a time for peace. 
so these fill up the linear progression of time at every point there's a coordinate and the coordinates are two it's either you are crying or you are laughing x y x y x y x y by the time we realize have a straight line by the time we realize you have a straight line and you're exiting by the time you are saying lord why me why me why me and then the breakthrough is in then you start laughing god i thank you lord i thank you this i say these are coordinates they are coordinates of time so this morning we just want to look at the appointed times as long as our callings are concerned the appointed times as long as our callings are concerned the verse 5 6 7 9 He said, What profit had he that worketh in that in that wherein he laboreth? Ten. He said, I have seen the travail which God had given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. Then the verse number 11 says, He had made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he had set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. And I like reading this thing from the King James, I mean the NIV. So give the NIV version of this verse. He said, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity. He has also set eternity in their hearts, in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. God has set eternity in your heart and has presented time before your face and he's telling you that men don't understand what he has done i'm here to explain to you what god has done what god has done that you must understand is that he set eternity in your heart that is you and that is part of you that is where you are going that is your destination that is where you will arrive but he has presented time before your face and he's telling you that how you live this will determine how you become there so your understanding of the times and your ability to walk in the times wisely will determine how the eternity that is in your heart because in the realm of eternity there's no time how are you going to live it in it in, in, in eternal times <laughs> if there's a time there some will reign as kings some will be elders when you go to heaven john said that and i saw the 24 elders if there are elders that means that there are people who are not elders and he spoke about crowns and thrones if there are thrones then there are kings why kings there are you see there are people who are actually going to be legislators in heaven now when you go to heaven the bible talks about the council of heaven the bible talks about the cloud of glory so there are ranks based on our engagement of time when we were on earth will determine what will become before his throne there are men that will appear there who will gnash their teeth they will regret they will regret sincerely speaking they, the only thing that keeps them happy will keep them happy in 
heaven is gratitude towards the Lord. The fact that they escape destruction of hell. But the joy of having responded to the love of the Lord, they will regret it. Why? They did not meditate on eternity that is in their heart. To give understanding to the times that they live in. And lived anyhow. And exited this earth. It shall not be your story. May the Lord baptize you with wisdom. And help you to overcome this. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord. So we are talking about what the appointed times of your calling. Actually, uh, this is a teaching I'm teaching directly. I'm now about to start teaching directly from a book written by Bishop Dark called Many Are Called. I was reading yesterday, I said, Hey, I have to teach the church. I'm not coming to present myself as though I've gone to. I'm coming to teach from a certain book right now. So that you don't see me as a superhero. Because all of us. So the number one time that every called person and every spiritual person has is the time of your birth. The time of your birth. The Bible talks about a time to be born and a time to die. Genesis 18.14 Genesis 18.14 Is anything too hard for the Lord? He said, At the time I pointed, I'll return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. There will be a time for a new beginning of a new generation. The bishop says that the importance of his of this time is that it is related to the lives of other people who will live around the same time that it has been appointed for you to live sometimes births of people are delayed in order to ensure that certain people live on the earth at the same time so it is god's plan that you and i god planned it that i should be born in the year i was born and grow to where i am before you arrive so that i can pastor you God arranged it. God orchestrated it. God arranged that you should be born the time he could have. Eh, God could have caused you to become before. He would have caused you to give birth to your mother, so that you will be your mother's mother. But he saw that no, if I do that, a certain purpose and a certain counsel in a certain time of life, the only person that can solve that thing in that certain time of life, where a commissioner KMC will come and you will need a minstrel who would move and cause things to happen would miss it so then let your mother rather give birth to you and wait to certain time you will not come as the first born you will not come as the second born not the third born but you must come as the last born so that this delay will meet his purpose so you realize from the scripture that is that is anything too hard for the lord can god do permutation and combination of our lives and our times can god do changes is god a god of i mean staticness 
No. He has the power to cause a change. Things that to human, it looks impossible. With God, all things are possible. So when we think that it is not possible that our mother should give birth to us, or we should be them, our mother's mother, to God it is possible. So he said that, at the time appointed, I will return to thee, according to the time of life. Sarah, I shall, Sarah shall have a son. And at that time, according to the time of life, Sarah was an old woman who couldn't bring forth. But for the purpose of God, for the purpose of God, I declare, let certain events, certain protocols be altered for your sake. That the purpose of God for your life will come to pass. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatever looks like a delay, I command a divine intervention for this alteration that you will encounter the purpose of God for your life in the name of Jesus Christ. It is possible. He's able. He said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above. Not what we can do, not what we can ask, but what we can even think of. The human mind can think of any nonsense, but God can do beyond that. The human mind can go more wilder, but God can go wildest. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above what we can ask or imagine. So don't cry, beloved. Darling, don't cry. Don't feel late in life. He can visit you according to the time of life. He can cause alteration. He can cause changes. He can alter events for your favor. For your favor. He says he's the God that killed and make it alive. He can terminate one for your exhortation. example of the people who had to live on earth around the same time were Jesus Christ and John the Baptist it was planned that John the Baptist who must be the finality of the Old Testament had to be born in a certain time now if God had not kept Elizabeth pregnant, I mean barren Elizabeth may have been pregnant according to the time of life when God may need the womb of Elizabeth because he knows that I'm sure he knows that Zachariah loves sex and he can impregnate the wife at any point in time so you have to keep the wife barren so when the time came for Jesus to come six months before he visited Elizabeth and now opened the womb and then John was six months ahead of Jesus because John was supposed to end the Old Testament why was John's head cut? John's head was cut because the Old Testament had to be beheaded for the new to begin. And John was the one to introduce the new. So God had to orchestrate it. Everything about your life is planned. <laughs> Listen, I said everything, darling. Everything about your life is what? Is planned. 
and it's in the books of God. It's in the books of God. Stop crying. Start thanking. Start praising him. Start celebrating him. Everything about your life. The delays are his intention. Because you may have done everything. Prophetess Elizabeth, holy sister, done everything, serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. And the husband was a high priest. Serving in the temple of God. How can I serve God as a high priest? And my wife cannot bring forth. God, but you promised by your word that none of you shall be barren. Are you a God that lies? No. He's not. So, having done everything in my capacity, every expectation that is expected of me, having done everything, if it is still not working, celebrate him. Thank him that he has considered you for his purpose. Because how would you have understood faith if Sarah had not given birth at 90? If Sarah had not given birth at 90, how can an old lady at 90 years carry a heavy load like that? And how did she bring forth? Hey, even in your weak season, God will provide strength. <laughs> oh my faith is getting built up my faith is getting built up so you must understand that everything about you is what is according to time sometimes even a gap of just 10 years can make a difference between a person's relevance to you your life and your ministry i believe that many of the people that are with me today were born and guided divinely so that our lives would coincide and God's purpose be fulfilled. Yes, I believe I believe it so strongly. I do not take anyone for granted because different people play different life-changing roles at different times. Did you hear that? Different people play different life-changing roles at different times. So if LP had been born 20 years back, but it's a maybe an uncle so me manager. Different, no, how how did it happen? The moment your timing changes, your relevance will also change. Say thank you, Lord. God brought you in such a time as this because that was perfect for you. Say thank you, Jesus. It's not a mistake. Your problem is that He has set eternity in your heart, but you do not understand. That's the problem. You must understand. Hmm. Number two time that you must understand is the time of death. <laughs> Every court person must know that there is a time to begin. And you don't have to forget about the fact that the moment you are born again, your calling begins. The moment you are born again, your calling begins. 
Don't forget it. If you are not born again, you are a dead soul walking about. But the moment you become born again, you are alive unto God. And your calling has begun. And it must be understood. And I'm so happy for you, especially for those of you who give your life to Christ not too long. Hearing this message at this time should let you fly. You should do better than we have done. Because some of us, <laughs> we never heard this thing. Over 10, 19 years, we never heard it. No, we never heard it. So your betting has taken place. Hallelujah. Your seeding has taken place. Second Timothy 4, 6. God person must know that there's a time of death. I said there's a time of every court person. There's a time of physical death and there's a time of practical death. Paul said we die daily. Now you see, one thing about calling is that, listen to me very carefully, one thing about calling is that calling is not career. Let me show you certain things. In the physical, career looks like it's improving your life and calling looks like it is killing your life. But in the spiritual, career is killing you and your calling is improving you. In the physical, your calling plays a demand on your flesh to the point that your flesh may wear out. As I stand here, I feel pain in my legs, my head, my heart everywhere because I have not slept. I had to finish preaching, preached in the morning, four and a half hours, went back, came back in the night. I don't know how many hours I did in the night. How many hours? Two hours. That is six and a half hours and came to sit back here prayed to deep into the night before going to sleep and now i'm here to speak again and i'll be coming back to speak again what is the meaning of that one day doc, i sat in front of a doctor i said what work do you do i said i'm a pastor I said you preach for long i said very long then he said how long like one and a half hours i said sometimes i do seven hours hey! yeah Sometimes I stand, I stand on my feet, seven straight hours teaching. Just teaching, just teaching, just teaching. It's because I understand timing. You need brain. Now, as we are doing this thing, Paul can see me. Was he yes, I You name any suit here, you need We are perishing in the physical, but we are becoming more glorious in the spirit. But when we become we begin to work hard as long as our career is concerned that's when our bosses buy us the four by four that's when they give us allowances that's when they give us houses but what we don't know is that we do this thing at the detriment of our spirit life we don't have time for our calling and i have told you that your career is intended it cannot it's not intended for eternity but your calling is intended for eternity your real you is not your career your real you is your calling I wish I have time to really take you through how to convert your career into calling or submitting your career to your calling. I wish I could have time to just talk about that. It's a wisdom procedure that you must engage. The Bible says something about the children of Israel. He said the Bible says that they habitated around the tabernacle. 
they habitated around it. That means that wherever the tabernacle moved and where they set the tabernacle, they waited for the tabernacle to be set up before they determined where their houses will be. That means that when it comes to your calling and your career, your career should not have preeminence over your calling. Your calling should be in charge. You should know. See, a transfer is it going to cost my service in the house of God? How is it going to? Is it going to? You may have me. What is going? You should think about it. You should tabernacle, or you should habitate around the tabernacle. So you don't get up and accept any appointment. You don't get up and marry anybody. You don't get up and do anything. You don't get up and go anywhere. No, look at where the tabernacle is, and then set your habitation. So sometimes it may make us look like we are stupid in the eyes of people. Because some people can some people can just go for visa and travel anyhow. Some of us are still in the country, not because of anything, because we have to tabernacle. I mean, we have to station ourselves behind uh, around the tabernacle. When I had a visa and I had to travel, the Lord asked me, Will you leave your baby at this tender age and go? I said, No. He said, Take care of my baby. And that's why I'm still in Ghana here. That's why I'm still in Ghana here. Take care of my baby. Two times, take care of my baby. And I'm here. We may look stupid. But the Bible says that the foolishness of God is more wiser than men. I like how he said it. He didn't say the man's wisdom. He said men. <laughs> more wiser than men. Men and their wisdom and their knowledge and their everything. Their wives and their mother-in-laws. God's, God's foolishness is more wiser than everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> so every court person must also be conscious of the fact that there's a time to die the time of your death for i am now ready to be offered paul is the one speaking in second timothy 4 6 for i am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand a day is coming there are two things you will be offered and you will depart you will not be around any longer when the joiner went to heaven and met Paul. Paul made a statement. He said, you stand on a great advantage than I. I envy you, but you people on earth rather look at me and you envy me. He said, you can do better than I did. Paul is the one telling the joiner. He said, if I know the things I know. He said, if I had the opportunity to know the things you don't now, rejoiner. He said, I would have done more. But you have it go and do more we are only relevant when we are alive when we die it's over and it's an appointment that is an appointment that is an appointment you see if you understand death you won't cry maybe when maybe one day I have to preach on the advantages of death you won't cry because there are certain things that Certain death that if they don't happen, your promotion will not come. He said, The day King Hosea died, as to whether it was the death that made him swear the Lord, or it was a time, uh, what do you call it, factor that is being mentioned in the Bible. Why didn't he use any event but the death of King Hosea? Why are you coordinating the death of King Hosea to my seeing God?
the departure of Lot was what caused Abraham to hear the voice of God. So it is not always that death should bring tears to our eyes. The Bible said the death of the righteous brings excitement to God. When the righteous die, when you are crying that your mother has died, your father has died, God says, welcome baby. I miss you baby. <laughs> Heaven is happy. And your mother is happy. He looks down and says, ah, why is Agusia crying? Why are you crying? I'm happy here. An elder of Kenneth Hagen's church died. And this elder was the one who used to support Kenneth Hagen financially. Those of you, when we are saying so easy, you don't do it. This, this one is for you. He was the one supporting Kenneth Hagen financially. And Kenneth Hagen went, went for an itinerary mission. And when he came back, the elder was dead. He was an oil working with an oil company. The man was dead. The man fell from, maybe LP will understand it better, fell from that thing at your the, the shawl i don't know how you call it the drilling something and this thing they call it what the rake he fell from a rake and f- when he was coming down fell on the metal and broke his head and he died when they called kenneth Higgin, he told them they shouldn't bury him he's coming when he came he didn't go to the mortuary he went into his prayer room and told god he said god this one is relevant to me bring him back he said god this one is relevant to me he said this is my financier this is the one that foot the bills of my church if he's not around i can't become effective in my ministry bring him back at that time jesus the man came back and was telling Kenneth, he was very angry at kenneth again when he came back he rose up from the dead and came back because he was standing in front of jesus jesus had congratulated him elder you have done so well standing with my son ken Hagen, and had called an angel that he should lead him to his mansion and when we were going jesus called him back he said come look at your pastor say you should come back he said no he's not going he said no Kenneth Hagen is an elder here and when he speaks we have to obey you have to go so they brought his spirit back into his body and when he woke up and he saw his pastor, he was very angry. Asked, why would you do this to me? Pastor, why? He was so angry. He said, Pastor, he said, you, are, you love me to be in this pain? He came back to the accident body and he was feeling the pains again. Some of you, the reason why God has been delivering you from accident is because God knows that you are very relevant to Pastor David. Some of you, the message of God has sustained you. If one accident pass your way, you may not make it because you are very wicked to the church. Very wicked to the church. You are the reason, your words are the reason why the church is not doing well. Your association is the reason why the church is not doing well. You are very wicked and you might not make it. Better check yourself. There are certain things that happen to us and we don't understand why they happen. They don't just happen. The son of man was going to have an accident. You know what he said? He said he shouted, I can't die. I have a purpose. Then that was the end. He survived the accident. Yes. So whilst God is celebrating some people's death, we are also crying on earth here. Because we don't understand the workings of purpose and times. We don't understand it. 
Now you are thinking. I can see you thinking. Am I relevant? Is there any reason in my life that when death enters my bedroom and say, let's go, I can stand on that authority and say, I'm not going. Ah, death visited Paul and told Paul, your time is up, let's go. And Paul told him, he said, I'm not ready to go. He asked himself, if I go, uh, it will be good for me alone. But if I leave, I'll be more effective to other people. Should I go or not go? Should I go or not go? The Paul said, I won't go. He told that, I won't go, please go another time. And that walked away. And Paul lived again. And Paul lived again. Our pastor, do we have that power over death? The man that called us, that lives in us, had triumphed over death already. Oh, yeah. Say, oh, death, where is your sting? So there are certain things that they are agreement. You can, you can choose to disappoint that, that, that appointment. He said it is appointed unto man to die once and after the judgment. You can choose to disappoint the appointment. Ah, Enoch chose to disappoint it too. Elijah also disappointed it. I know of a prophet that lived. He had died and gone. But he had a history that he told himself that he would not die. He had accident seven times. Died and came back alive seven times. His name is called Kubus. The last death he, died, he had, whatever, when we go to heaven, I'll find out why he had to go through that. Because I was watching him. Because he had always said that he was living in the realm of immortality. When he died, they kept his body because they knew he would come back home. Because the last one, as then he had the body crashing near that. The wife was in the house when he came back home and told the wife that he should give him water to bath. He came out of the mortuary and told the wife, give me water to bath. People are living in certain realms. And you see, we come into that realm. You see, in the realm of the spirit, can I tell you something? In the realm of the spirit, understanding is light. It is key. And it is power. When understanding dawns on a a person, ah, a certain light breaks up. The Bible says the entrance of your word brings light. And what? Illumination. The time of your death is another appointment that is divinely determined. The importance of this death is that it reveals how many years were predetermined for your stay on earth. Everyone has a predetermined period granted to him on arrival to the earth. Job 14 verse 5. Job 14 verse 5. Job 14 says, seeing his days are determined. So we all have a, a, a number of days determined already. The number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot what? pass so there are certain time where you get to chairman you can't pass if it is true what are you supposed to do you must live without consciousness and in that wisdom say say me me say that you see one thing about that that you must know is that the wisdom that you don't know when should be the reason why should be the reason that will guide you to tread your life cautiously It is amazing that such concepts are difficult to Christians to fathom when they are practiced around us all the time. When you enter a country, you are always given a fixed period to stay there. Sometimes you are given a year. Sometimes you are given six months. <laughs> when the time is up, immigration will be looking for you. You know be so? 
and when they get you they deport you they will deport you without allowing you to go home to go and pack your things the same way when death arrives he will carry you without letting you go and do your will not go and say bye-bye to your wife you will no time for that there's no time for that what time so so this earth that we have come here like the writer said this earth is not our home we are just passing through he said our treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blues the angels beckon on us so when the time comes up that you are supposed to go brother you will not have the time to go and say oh let me go and see my fiance oh let me marry first oh let me do no 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 you will check out you check out it's like the immigration office of america is on you america i don't be lenient when france immigration office grabs you china immigration office grabs you <laughs> sometimes some of them they put you in prison and the realm of the spirit the prison is sickness you'll be at a hospital ah you think that they will leave you to go home to go and pack then you die and they bring you back to ghana <laughs> you die you, you check out you go so don't let it look like it is something that will not happen that alone should let you live a life of carefulness and let you find why am i here so wouldn't you say no a covering visa that should keep you there when you're sure sent we are doing now who are only this a six months oh yes you must have a visa are you a wise person because and if you don't talk to me, I can say, "Oh, my man, go find me power. My man, go find me tape." I say, "No, no, no." Some some of them don't live like that. I was talking to a video call. Anybody know? I say, "Oh, did for me, 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 me." Anybody know? Be a did that the hell? Very sad. Very sad. So the fact that Odim said the visa is expired while developing strategy. Now, being conscious of the expiring date of your life should let you breed a strategy, a wise strategy that will cause you to leave your calling because after you have left this domain getting before the lord the next thing the next question say after death judgment is to ask you of what you did that is the call of god upon your life so the most important thing the most relevant thing is the call that if we leave our call and we wear out here we know when we get there we shall be champions So don't let us spend all our time pursuing career 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 all that you are building you will leave it one day you'll leave it one day pursuing career oh i want you you have studied done masters done doctors done this is you have not you have never been able to read the whole book of genesis for your lifetime you have not finished one book in the bible you have finished gas biology gas chemistry gas uh whatever biogas <laughs> so all the gases you want to do them meanwhile you don't even know that there's a book in the bible called Nahum. do something about your life child of god do something about your life young lady you have done everything to build this body which is perishing with time 
you have built the body and you have become so fine that it is easy for men to locate you and call you and carry you to their room and mess you up and subtract divine life from you but you have not done anything to build your spirit that you have become so attractive to angels that when you pass they amass behind you that no weapon that is formed against you prospers it's because you don't understand callings and times the lawyer Paul he said I count all but dank he had qualifications but for the calling his career was to be a lawyer but his calling was to be an apostle and he elevated his calling above his career and he lived in a certain realm that today we all celebrate today we all want to be like him we preach and we mention him we quote the epistles of paul what life are we living what life are we living the bible calls some the deception of riches what are we pursuing when you wake up in the morning what is that thing that you think about are you thinking to become heavily relevant or earthly relevant child of god sometimes you see the problems of this earth can get so complicated that nothing on this earth no law on this earth has the power to bring solution sometimes heaven has to intervene to alter and alterate the order of events on earth to reset it so that now we find our feet once again sometimes you realize that you'll be with your beautiful wife and a situation a sickness can come into a life you do everything all the best doctors everything and nothing will be working you will need the intervention of heaven and at that time you have pursued to become the best doctor and yet your knowledge couldn't help a miracle is what to bring the deliverance yet you are not spiritual watching your wife die watching your children perish are not spiritual it is relevant and important for you to do something about this life of your spirit. Don't be a joker, I beg you. It is relevant and important. Why would I leave everything and gather you here? It is God that has planned for your life. It is God that has planned for your life. Ligos do you have to be conscious of is a time of salvation every god person must be conscious about his time of what salvation 
portions of your time of salvation. Lata, Kibalata, Shada. One day I prayed a prayer. <laughs> I don't know whether there's sense in that prayer, but I told God, I said, God, if my death will bring one million souls to your kingdom, I'm ready to offer my life. What am I living for? I'm living for the salvations of men. So if my death, I was I was at the funeral of my daughter, Elsie. And after the preacher man finished preaching, Pastor Dexon preaching, preaching, I saw that the MP of Swedro, that was the day he gave his life to Christ. Many people gave their life to Christ. And we were weeping. But I realized, I felt Elsie's spirit right at the funeral. And then I asked myself, I said, God, why would you take this lady so painfully? Then I saw the girl's face and he was smiling. He said, I'm more excited to see this at my funeral than to leave. Because he said, you know what else he asked me at the funeral? I never told my wife this thing. She asked me, he said, Papa, if I was alive, do you think I would have had the power to go to this man to preach to him? He said, but at my death, he has given his life to Christ. Then I said, God, if my death will bring one million souls to your kingdom, then I'm ready to offer then there was a voice asked me what kind of death i said i don't care what kind of death as long as it to bring souls i prayed that prayer like 30 times on three different occasions hey there are certain uh, you don't know <laughs> you don't know your time of what salvation second corinthians says two for he said i have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have i succored thee behold now is the acceptable or accepted time behold now is the day of salvation today is the day of salvation now let me tell you something in the realm of the spirit when you take a clock when you take a clock there are certain landmarks or there are certain obvious uh, marks on a clock like 12 like 6 like 3 like 9 these are cardinals which you cannot neg neglect and it helps you to tell the time very easily now in the realm of the spirit there are such there is a clock a general clock in the realm of the spirit but there is a unique clock for every single individual and one of the cardinals is the day of your salvation one of the cardinals of your clock is the day of all the salvation the other cardinal is the day of your what your death And the other cut down is the day of your birth your physical birth because if you are not born physically you will not stand the chance to be born spiritually so everyone that is born by the flesh needs the birth of the spirit now when that has happened when that has happened the next thing everybody is looking at is what are you doing before the time of your departure so the time of your departure is a noted time on the individual's clock 
Uh, be wise. You will depart. <laughs> the scripture above cannot be clear. Clearer. There is a time to be saved. There is a day of salvation. There is an hour and a moment that God has destined an opportunity for your salvation. Let's move on to the next point. Number four time. That every called person must be conscious of is the time of your maturity. The time of your maturity. When a person is physically born and spiritually born, the next important thing that you have to do is to engage your time of what? Maturity. Because your relevance in the house of God is connected to your maturity. If God can use you more, it's because you are matured. God will never pick you and give you an assignment that will break your neck. No. He said, even you men know how to give good gifts. How much more God? He said, when your children ask for uh, a fish, you don't give snake. And when they ask for bread, you do not give stone. He said, how much more your father which is in heaven? So God will not call you into an assignment which is bigger and greater than you. God will not bring you to a realm or hand over a ministry that will kill you. No, he will not do it. God will not appoint you, gentlemen, as the head of the women's department, knowing that you have problem with womanizing. You will not do that. I met a young man, he said, God has given me a call on to women. I said, you are finished. You are finished. A call on to which women? Now, my reward in heaven is connected to how much I will do for the Lord. And how much I can do for the Lord is connected to how well I'm matured. So if that is important, then my maturity time is also important. And I must do everything to make my maturity time very valuable. A time of maturity. Now when you read Hebrews 5, the verse number 12, look at what the Bible says. Look at what the Bible says. He said, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers ye have need that one teaches you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat was it breso say was it kamuya chile chile fono or chile chile dini ni odimde ni wengini wako dari wadi bibimno nimde it was to me chile afo my brain is so inside. What's on your chest? You need a better share, one. What are we about to man? So it means that this time, it is only a teacher that is rewarded. A student pays fees. So as long as you remain a student, you still be paying cost. You still be paying certain price. But as a teacher, you stand a reward. You stand a reward. I sense an anointing upon me right now. You stand a reward. So it is important that you grow in the spirit. You gain stature in the spirit. Don't be happy that every day somebody is preaching to you. Desire that one day you too you lay hands on the sick. Desire that one day you too you stand behind the puppet. Desire that one day your life will be the reason why somebody will be successful. Somebody will be delivered. Somebody will be saved. Every individual on earth is the hope of the next generation. Every individual on earth 
is the hope of the next generation. Isaac Newton made a statement and said, he said, if we can see far today, it's because we stood on the shoulders of others. If people, the next generation would be successful and live a better life, it's because we fulfilled our calling. If we fail, we have deprived them of a foundation, solid enough for them to start upon. So Jesus said, there's no foundation laid except that which is laid by Christ. Paul said, somebody planted and somebody watered. They said, God is the one that brings what? The increase. If somebody didn't plant, if Paul didn't plant and Apollos didn't water, there is no platform for increase. So your life is a hope for the next generation. Your life is the hope for the next generation. You are the hope of your family. That is after you. You must serve as a pedigree. That is quality enough for the endorsement of heaven. A breed of generation. Grow. Tell somebody grow. Tell another person gain stature. You see, it is so important. So important because there are confrontations in this life. There are confrontations in this life. God progressively guided the feet of David. Allowed him to kill a bear and to kill a lion before he met Goliath. are confrontations and a time will come in your life that if you escape the opportunity of overcoming the bear and you escape the opportunity of overcoming the lion when you meet the Goliath he will overcome you grow for time and chance happens to them all and I've told you that times are pregnant with chances So if you are not prepared enough, a situation will present itself and you think that it is time to curse your stars. Why? Because your preparedness is small. The Bible made a statement and said, it said, when you fail in the day of adversity, 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 your strength is what? Little. So in the day of trouble, if you are not able to overcome, it means that before the days of trouble, you didn't do much to grow, to gain stature in the spirit. And that is why you are conquered. I believe that it's not every sickness that is supposed to kill human beings but many die because the revelation of the fact that we are by his stripes we are healed our faith is not built so strong enough to engage that revelation for our healing but from today i see the holy spirit setting a certain hunger in your spirit i pray that the hunger will be intensified and cause you to 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 tread and do everything to gain stature in the name of jesus christ hey child of god a situation is coming your will a wind is about to blow for there's a time to laugh and a time to mourn when the time to mourn arrives are you ready
the cold man. The cold man. Number five. There's a time to be anointed. <laughs> now, the time of your maturity is also the time, it's your growth stage. It is your preparation stage. So there are, there are, you see, every time has events that must unfold. Every time has events that must unfold. Or better still, before every time, there are the events that must unfold. By the time we are saying that this guy is matured, you see, the day we will prove your maturity is your exams time. But before that exams time, there must be an event, activities that update your maturity. So that when the exam comes, now you will pass. And they say, oh, when we tested him, he's of that standard. So before the maturity time, there are events that must unfold. Your preparation, your secret life, your prayer life, your Bible study, your relationship, the fellowship life, your church attendance, your service in the house of God, the things you are faithfully living for God, for the Lord. And as you are doing this, the Lord will be watching you. The Lord will be watching you. The sheep were not for David, but he faithfully took care of them. When David conquered the lion and the bear, he never told his brothers. So the brothers didn't know his CV. So when he appeared before Goliath, they, they doubted him. They doubted him. But when you stood in front of Saul, you see, some of you, you conquer and you put it on Facebook and on your status. You have finished. You see, what you are doing is that you are preparing your enemies against yourself. Because now they know your stature in the spirit. And they won't confront you as they were coming. Now they see that you can prophesy. They see that you can cast out devils. Now they come as principalities and you can conquer them. Learn to grow in secret. Serpents. The serpent's wisdom. We call it the serpentine wisdom. Learn to grow in secret. It's an advantage in the spirit when you silently for 30 years jesus was silent for 30 years jesus was silent never healed the sick i'm sure many people died in his days for 30 years many people died many people died he never raised one he never raised one at the age of 12 if a law was given that everybody should nobody should come to the synagogue or nobody should pray what would jesus have done the only thing he would have done he would be at the mercy of what his parents they will carry him maybe back to egypt again because they can't stop him they'll carry him to maybe back to egypt because at 12 years you are under the tutelage of your what your parents is that not it so he was quiet silently going going to the temple learning the bible says he was both asking questions and answering questions look look too he was both asking questions as well he was growing silently suddenly when he was 30 years he went into the wilderness spent time now at that time he went to write exams the bible said that satan was there tempting him he wrote the exams and passed and when he passed the bible said the fame of him went abroad before he left the wilderness people started hearing about him before he arrived now when he got to the city he was he had gained stature so much that the enemies could not gain say learn to shun the social media a little stay away stay away tonight the evening session i will certain, certainly go to certain matters stay away grow in secret i am at holland i am everywhere you go you want people to know where you are you are just giving clue to your enemies to know how they have to confront you next time just giving clue 
Am I saying something very important? So there's a time to be anointed. That is the next point. Time to be anointed. Time to be anointed. If you are feeling sleepy, just wake up. Just stand up. Time to be anointed. And you have to prepare for that time. A season of empowerment. Hallelujah. Many people, you see, after that time, time doesn't wait for you. Those of you in the front row, just come forward. <laughs> Another part of it. <laughs> Where <are> you sleeping? <laughs> now you come. So this is the cold one. Eh? This is the cold one. This is the cold one. Eh? And these are her times. Eh? This is her death time. And this is her birth time. Go this way. All of you go this way. Then you will lead them. You will lead them. Go this way. How many of you have played Nintendo before? Oh, very good. I wish I, I know the video. I stopped playing. The last video game I played was Nintendo. Finish. I've not, I've not gone around that again. I will have said many things. So, give me a linear, a linear, listen. Go. So, the season presents itself. The mother is pregnant, okay? And then, her birth time came to pass. And now, the moment it passed, she was born. Now, you have a spider. She was born. Now, stand there. As she's born, the truth of the matter is that as this one is going, this one is not waiting for this one to be prepared. Though. As this one is going, this one is coming. Then as this one is going, this one is coming. As this one is going, this one is coming. This could be her anointing time. But if she's not ready and strategic enough to know how to pick it up, it gets here and it is passing. And she will remain on this earth without oil upon his head. But I tell you, there are certain yokes in life. The scriptures say that by the oil alone, with the anointing, by the anointing, by the yoke be what? Broken. So could it be that there will be yokes upon her neck that will remain unbroken forever? So there are certain situations and certain events we go through. It is not the cause of any witch and wizards, but we're not strategic enough to take advantage of times and what? Seasons. When Rick Joyner met Jesus and Paul, Jesus told Rick Joyner to ask Paul all the questions he wants to ask. And when Rick Joyner was talking to Paul, actually, Rick Joyner had a mantle of humility on him. And in heaven, one of the mantles that is so highly respected in heaven is the mantle of humility. So Rick Joyner, according to him, when he passed, angels were bowing, they said some of them were honoring him, they were honoring him, they were, they were not worshipping, they were honoring him. There's a difference between honoring a person and worshiping a person. So when Paul saw Rejoiner, Paul honored Rejoiner for the mantle upon his neck. And Rejoiner's concentration, he was surprised that Paul could honor him. And then he remembered that he had been told by an angel that the mantle on him will let people keep honoring him as long as he remained there. So his consciousness went on the mantle and he started talking, thinking about it. Hey, the mantle. And whilst he was conscious of the mantle, he saw that Paul was fading away into the clouds. And then he asked Jesus, he told Jesus, I can't see well. He said, because you lost focus, you concentrated. 
on this you were you 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 become i say what dream was your boast was in your mantle and because of that then he said no the question he asked for he actually asked for why did he say that the, the he asked for what was the weakness in your body that you sought god three times and he said that my grace is sufficient for thee my strength is made perfect in your weakness so when paul was explaining that his attention went on the mantle and paul started fading away and the voice of paul faded and the jonah couldn't hear it again so he asked jesus how can i he said i want to hear you let paul come again he said there are certain opportunities they appear once and forever you don't have it again if by the message of god you must have it he said you pay a price that is too heavy to have it so there are certain things certain opportunities when they pass the next time we will have it the price will be too heavy for us to bear that is why you have to be wise so you don't remain idle born again believer you don't remain idle that is why you must engage yourself in the general callings of your life be part of everything home cell be part of it prayer be part of it come to church we are coming for camp don't be wise don't be too wise because the day of your anointing may be at the camp on the first day and you are not present could it be that certain yokes in your life will remain unbroken we can sit down so by the time we realize the black man will be passing and <laughs> this black man whether you stop him or not you carry you along carry him hell along you take you you are dead and you've lost certain opportunity it is over acts one the verse number three to four Am I being relevant here? To whom also he showed himself alive ah, after his passing by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them they should not, they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait. For the promise of the father who says he ye have heard of me wait for the anointing and you know the season of waiting is not a season of silence and quietness our season of waiting is our season of activeness more activeness before his presence and from the beginning we made a statement that if you cannot be with the lord you cannot be for the lord if you cannot be with the lord he said matter mary has chosen that which is right and nobody can take it from him if you cannot be with the lord you cannot be for the lord if you don't know how to wait you will lose the anointing the anointing is for service and it's for serving men so if you don't know how to serve you are not located for it you are not located for it don't be wise in your own eyes don't be smart no the bible says don't be wise to your own eyes you are skipping church you are skipping this we are looking for you we are calling you you are dodging you are lying you are doing this hey do you know what you are doing to yourself beloved kmc is only there to help you to fulfill your calling beloved be wise be wise we are not building a church we are we are we are we are outliving our calling we are not builders of a church he is the builder of the church so as we outlive our calling i say oh you see that 
And you know, see, Dino. On your any day, or the baby will call. Whatever he will use it for. So whatever I, I use my preaching for, he use my preaching for. Whatever he will use my prayer for. Whatever he will use my songs for. Whatever he will use my, my visitation for. Whatever he will use my offerings for. It is up to him. But I have to fulfill my part. I have to fulfill my part. I might be relevant here. Acts 3.19 He says that Repent ye therefore and be converted. This is an instruction. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Then he said when the time <laughs> when the time of refreshing shall come. The, word of, the time of refreshing is the time of the Holy Spirit. When the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. When the time repent means that change your mind. Change your thinking. Change. Think straight. When the time of repenting, I mean refreshing, shall come from the presence of the Lord. There's a season of anointing. It wants to come and meet. At least, brother, whatever you have done today, like as I'm talking to you right now, another time is being set in motion. That is one great opportunity and blessing that God gives us. One thing is that God will never judge you on what he had never exposed you to. Hello? I said God will never judge you on what he has exposed you to. So as long as you are here and you are hearing this message, you shall be judged on it. Some of you, it is your second time of hearing or God has prompted you, it has been preached in another way and now it's been preached in another way. It means that God says that once I see spoken twice have I heard the message of God has reached you and is giving you opportunity to repent so that the time of refreshing will come and find you converted. Number six, the time for your fruitfulness. The time for your fruitfulness. Some people are living a very stupid and foolish life. Very stupid and foolish. Watch your girlfriend and show them. Will be any the person doesn't know. And I wake a crack a crack a crack a crack. Wake a crack a crack. And you think you are smart. You think you are smart. Hey. And if you allow the devil to speak to you, hey, is everything? Is it everything I have to tell my pastor? Is it everything I have to tell my pastor? Keep it. Your pastor must hear from God, not from you. So if you don't say anything, keep it. Who needs who? Who needs who? He led you to Christ. Now you think you are wiser than him. He led you to Christ. He prayed for you. He preached to you. And today you feel more empowered. You think you are wiser than him. You are just a fool. You are just a fool. And some people can come and propose you. Hey, don't tell daddy. Don't tell daddy. Don't tell daddy. Don't tell daddy. What do I need that for? That news is the news. There are many things I hear in my office, I don't even remember them. There are so many things I don't create space in my mind for. Sincerely speaking. So some of you come and come and tell me some problem. The only time I got time for you was that time. I had time for you, blah, blah, blah. When you finish, I delete them from my mind. Because I can't go and preach with them. This is not John 3.16. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? 
it is only relevant with you even my wife i don't discuss my people's matters with her i don't go into that i'm not trying to present myself some way but i'm trying to let you know that your fear is irrelevant there's nothing for you to fear i don't have time hey there's much for us to do there's much for us to do <laughs> sometimes your, your, mis- your issue is so irrelevant when i finished preaching yesterday there was a long message sent to me <laughs> the message came long with voicemail said when i open it i watch it i put my phone somewhere say okay let me go and listen to the voicemail i listen to the voicemail and say hey now voicemail and i put it somewhere and the person so later on i said okay let me just give it attention i went for the thing i was reading oh no and after i said thank you the lord is with you finish i don't remember anything again i try to reply your messages according to the voice of the spirit in my heart so when i'm reading the message I ask myself, Holy Spirit, what are you saying about this? And sometimes I may not even finish reading it. And the Holy Spirit will give me an answer, give it, and I'll send it, and I'll stop reading. Because finishing it or not finishing it, the answer is not from me, it's from Him. So if He has brought it, why do you have to? If He doesn't bring it on the way, then I'll finish reading it. <laughs> is that truth I'm telling you? Maybe you don't know. I'm telling you today, I don't like reading long messages. Is that truth? That's why I don't like to use phones which are slow. I don't like it. Me and each other. Hallelujah. No, I think Adele, Adele has gone to cause a mess there. Bring the microphone. She also wants to be a sound engineer or something. Uh, you bring it. You work it. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed here? Yes, I think I'm feeling a release. So the time for your fruitfulness. Now, if your time of anointing is not done, how are you going to be fruitful? Matthew 11. What's happening? Carry her from there. Carry her from there before she causes problem. Carry her from there. Matthew 11, the verse number 13. Uh, sorry, Mark 11, the verse number 13 to 14. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. And the, Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever and his disciples heard it the next verse is that and in the morning as they passed by they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots and peter calling to remembrance said unto him master behold the fig tree which thou cast is withered away that is a 20 to 21 now you look at this story and you realize that jesus cursing the fig tree is not readily understood by most christians why should jesus curse a tree which does not have fruits for him to eat Another question is, why did Jesus curse the tree knowing that it was not the season for the fix? The answer to this question is simple. There is a time that God expected fruit from you. If you do not have the fruit when he wants them, 
you may re receive you may receive a curse he may rise up on you many seasons have come to pass and that tree had not bear fruit so if jesus went there even when he was it's not season for footing and could care something that means that he knew that the past you have not bear the fruit and just the season that is ahead you are not doing much to bear the fruit or shed the way i will a i would think was a seven who said when you read the post i was a crowd so by no sacrifice and who said what prepare for the next season but when who said one sacrifice it you'll be cursed god means business he's a businessman god is a businessman and he trades for profit if my time is up let me know please i don't want to exceed my time he trades for profit so he will not plant you in the soil for you to use the 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 uh, fertilizer and everything and not be relevant some of you are in this church the truth of the matter is you see if you don't travel you will never know where you are you will never know where you are recently i traveled and i, I decided to visit churches and i was surprised i told myself I said, god has blessed us i told myself I said, god has blessed kmc god has blessed us you will never know the lord has placed you in a very good church very strategic place and you're supposed to be fruitful because you are here look at the, the word you are hearing this morning how many times what was the last time you heard you heard such and for so many free swabber what have you done about that so when you fail god after he has served you with all these delicacies beloved the answer is on the in the bible hallelujah number seven the time for your special spiritual visitation i'm talking about encounters the time for your special spiritual visitation abraham had a very special visitation of angels every called person faithfully engaging his calling god gives i mean special spectacular visitation But even Abraham had a time at which his, this visitation was to happen. In these spiritual events occur okay, with special timing so that you will accomplish peculiar things at peculiar times. When you read Genesis 18.14, he said, Genesis 18.14, he said, Is anything too hard for the Lord at a time appointed? I'll return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah died sarah shall have a son so and the bible makes us understood that jesus in the company of angels visited abraham yeah the bible said that when he saw the three men he saw that the one in the middle was like the son of man <laughs> he was like the son of man yes may you have a special visitation Amen. beloved it is bound to happen in the name of jesus you see, some of you, the Lord has been visiting you. Special, spectacular visiting. But you see, you, 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 you've not taken recognition of them. You've not taken recognition of them. Yes. You've not taken recognition of them. Some of you have a strong prophetic grace that 
there is a personality that has been assigned to you to explain things to you. Things you see. You can see, you can be walking, you see three stones lying down there. And it is prophetic. God is saying something, but nobody knows. But you see it and you realize that the, the voice begins to explain to you, these three stones means this, that, 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 that. I normally encounter it a lot. As I sat here, a voice came to me. Start preparing this. This is a thing that I was in the room thinking about what to preach. What to, should I? And I, somebody came to the room and I, my room and I said, I feel like I should. The message. I feel like God is wants. God wants to change my message. God wants to change my message. And I asked what was the time, and he told me it was two minutes to my time. I was like, how can I use two minutes? But when I came here and I met the atmosphere of worship, I gained access, and then the message started coming. So I typed. So the next meeting, the message I'll preach, the Lord has brought it. Whilst I was sitting here. I was not looking into the Bible. A voice was speaking to me. Write this one. Put this one down. Put this one down. Put this one down. Put this one down. And I asked the Lord, what is this? He said, these are the factors that will help those who are late in time, as long as they are calling to a concern, to make it. Some of you have wasted your time. And by his message, he has brought us the solution. Are you not excited and grateful to clap better for the Lord having thought about you like this? It's because you never thought about what happened. You think it's just one of the things that must happen. Number eight, the time for your enlargement. I believe my time is up. Is my time up? It's not up. 15 minutes. Okay. Because I want you to listen to Pastor Edwin. The time for your enlargement. The time for enlargement. Anytime you are faithful, like the lady, I'm not speaking much on that because she's spoken about already. The Lord will visit you and he'll give you more. The Bible says he took the five talents, I mean the, the one talent and gave it to the one with what? Five talents. When he returned, so there'll be a visitation time where God will bring promotion your way. He will enlarge you. Now, knowing that there's a time where God will come, purposely to come and enlarge you, why wouldn't you live a life of faithfulness and fruitfulness so that when he comes, he'll find you worthy of promotion? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Times are pregnant with what? Times are pregnant with what? Don't miss your chance. Don't miss your chance, baby. Don't miss your chance. Yes. Don't. Don't. But the Kaya told Esther, say, for such a time like this, that means that that time was pregnant with the deliverance of the Jews. And he told, you see, sometimes in some of this is you need a mentor to open your eye to it. To tell you, hey Vic, stop fooling. The time is up for you to become like this. Stop what you're doing. Do that. Move this direction. Go here. Do that. Do this. Many young people make a lot of mistakes. Now, when you're a young person, one of the things that Satan is so much interested in, as long as your life is concerned, there are two things that Satan is so much interested with. Every young person, Satan contend with you on your time and your strength. 
your time and your strength because at that point it's a season that by your by the strength of your youth you will make a lot of stripes in time in the, or the whatsapp be with still time or twitter tiktok or the budget time no your strength not just physical strength only but your financial strength your your relational strength he will let you even relate with the wrong people he will take, let you engage your money in the wrong things your strength the time and your strength satan takes advantage of it i pray that the lord will make you wise yes may the lord make you wise as you sit down can you just worship the lord just worship him now as you're worshiping the lord i wanted to pray this prayer say lord deliver my heart from foolishness deliver my heart from foolishness save me and make me wise as long as time is concerned let me gain understanding as long as times and callings are concerned pray that prayer deliver this heart of mine from foolishness he said for many are called but few are chosen i don't think you are placing yourself at the place of the few i mean the, the many who will not be chosen but you must be chosen some of you want to pray and say lord i repent of every foolish way that i have chosen for myself this is a time for my preparation this is a time for prayer this is a time for fasting but yet this is a time that i'm using it for many foolish things this is a time i'm using to chase girls this is a time that i'm doing secret drinkings and smokings this is a time that i'm telling lies this is a time i'm fooling lord i repent of all those things lord i repent of all those things thank you for this opportunity to hear your voice once again thank you for the opportunity the bible says that if you can hear the voice of god harden not your heart harden not your heart harden not your heart harden not your heart what a blessing what a blessing for you to have the opportunity to hear the voice of the god again you missed it and you almost missed it forever but the lord by his mercy had had mercy upon you and has spoken to you once again when god is speaking to you it's because he wants to show you mercy and grace and if you will repent the lord will come through for you he said that that your time of visitation shall come from the presence of the lord Go to Jenna, 
Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.